what's the word? Spilling that tea all on the curb. I'm not trying to be nosy, but I gotta know everything you heard. We gotta know what's going on. He did what? Now that was wrong. What's the latest trends of fashion? Tell me what's your favorite song. Who you reading? What you reading? What you watching? What's the season? Are there twists for the finale? Cause we gonna need a better reason. Who's improving the community? Bring the focus back to unity. Gotta do something more than plan. Listen up and take a stand. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't be mad. I'm just in my bag. bag, 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 bag. You gon' get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Why you mad? I'm just in my bag. Who are we? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't be mad. I'm just in my bag. Get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Why you mad? I'm just in my bag. All right, we're here with another episode of In My Bag Podcast. I'm your host, John Torrance, and I'm with my good friend, Charlie Jones. What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm How's good. your week? My week has been good. It's even better now. Mm-hmm. She's a little nervous, y'all, but it's all right. Just a <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here once again from Gotham Podcast Studios. This is my favorite studio to record in. Um, I'm so excited. I know I've been going for a minute now. I'm back with to jump off so I'm here <laughs> um, you know I am doing this by myself so it's very 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 hard to be consistent but I'm, that's my goal for 2020 is to be consistent and my theme for 2020 is 2020 vision Mm. No, you have like to get that, that. 2020 vision. You have to get these goals going. And he does all this. Stuff. Who wrote that song in the beginning? Who um, that? It's Naquan. Okay. Um, on Instagram, it is uh, Earth Tone. Okay. So that was Earth real Tone. Cute. Yes, was like, okay. he played. So I'm trying to get him in for an interview okay. because he is an openly gay black music artist. So. Nice. Hopefully, next episode, I'm really trying to get him on um, sometime this month. Yeah, that was hot. I'm going to have to look him up and listen to his stuff. <laughs> that was hot. So, yes, again, Charlie is my co-host this um, episode. I was like, oh, I need to figure out who else I want because, you know, Josh Starr was my <laughs> last co-host. Shout out to Josh Starr. We love Josh Starr. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, I need another great, great person, of course, to follow up. So I was like, Charlie, oh, can you be my I'm co-host? honored, of course, of course. Um, so let's just get into it. You know, I want you to shout out, you know, your Instagram name. Shout out your Instagram. My IG is CJ's Fit. That's C-J-A-Y-S-F-I-T underscore. I know that's right. So, um, and just tell, you know, everyone about yourself, where you from. And also, I really want to know your coming out story because I think in a black gay community, um, we don't hear a lot of coming out stories, especially mm-hmm. in the community, because it's just so, you know, people yeah, just know don't want to hear. Right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you from, everything Definitely. like that. My name is Charlie Jones. I'm 29. <laughs> I'm from Hartford, Connecticut, born and raised. Oh, CT, stand up. You already know. Um, <laughs> my coming out story was a little interesting. Um I come from a Muslim family, so mm-hmm. I always knew my family's still African American, but I always knew that my family would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I just knew they would have to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. So um, when I came out, my mom she kind of just 
Well, how did you come out? Did you sit down with her and talk to her? You know, I like came out to like a couple cousins first, and then I came out to one of my gay uncles, and mm-hmm. then of course, you know, it kind of spread throughout the family. How black folks? Are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, <spread> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard. No, <laughs> right. Let me tell you. Right. You know, I ain't want to gossip. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, my mom, um, she, like, asked me about it, and she was so, I am I am my mother's child, you know how I can be. She was so aggressive with it, oh, and was trying Lord. to force it out of me, and I was denying it just because I wasn't ready. Right. You know what I mean? But she just wanted to know what was up. Mm-hmm. So, a couple weeks later, I don't know if you remember, there was this boy at Rutgers who killed himself. Right. Because mm-hmm. his roommate um, recorded him having yeah, sex Yeah, and he jumped guy. off a bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that happened, and it was on the cover of all the newspapers so my mom came up to me with the harvard current and she was like i don't want this to be you you know i might not accept it right now but just know you are my child i love you i'm gonna educate myself i want to learn but just know i'm always there for you and don't ever feel like you need to do this and that broke you know i was like oh my (laughs) god i was bawling but you know it did take her a while but now i can talk to my mom about anything Mm -hmm. i bring a partner around her Mm -hmm. i can talk to her about who i'm dating but um you know it really like i look back now and i appreciate that so much you know i've never been at that state anyway but Mm -hmm. just for her to come to me like don't ever feel like you need to do this right And and is your father in your life no my dad passed away about five years ago okay and we weren't really that close but Mm -hmm. he knew about my lifestyle and Mm -hmm. um my gay uncle who i mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. is his brother so he has and they're cool so he had no problem with i think that's the easy part when you have someone else who's gay in the family and you can see how they treat them for sure because i have a gay uncle and it just was like i know that no one's going to like you know, be upset at me or nothing like that. Like, right. I know I'll have support, but it's just, I have to, it has to be the right time for me for to sure. actually say something. And my mom said the same thing. She was like, I already knew, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to force nothing, you know, at you or whatever. Right. I knew you would come to me at the right time. For sure. So I understand. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now you love this lifestyle. And can- <laughs> How old were you? That. How old were you at the time? <laughs> I was. 18 years old it was like right before i was going away to the air force after high school Mm -hmm. and i think my mom i think she was so aggressive with it because she didn't want me to go away in search of something when i like love or something because that can get you in trouble Mm -hmm. you know what i mean she was like you have it all right here with Mm -hmm. your family so yeah well that's good and i always said like because we had such a support system and it was kind of it wasn't easy for us but it was easy because Mm -hmm. you know we had the support but I feel like with, I can't relate to a person who waits so long Mm -hmm. and, you know, I just, I can't relate to that type of person because I always had the support. So when someone like comes to me and says, oh, I didn't come out until I was like 30 or 27 Mm -hmm. or something like that, I'm like... Why? But right. I have to think that not everyone's family is we like are blessed. mine. We are very blessed. And, you know, in the black community, I feel like a lot of times 
black gay men come out at a later age just because of that. They mm-hmm. know they don't have the support system. Right. So that's why when they're like 50, 55, they want to be a friends with benefits because they right. didn't get what they wanted when oh, they cool. was 16 Speak on it. 17. But you Periods. know, <laughs> that's Period. all that I have Period. to say. <laughs> so, you know, and it's the truth. So, right. but it's good to hear because I didn't, I don't think I heard your coming out story. I didn't even hear Josh's the last time he was mm-hmm. here. So I always think that that's something that, you know, us being in the community, we have to like, you know, acknowledge For and sure. share with people because you don't know. it's a beautiful thing. You know, everybody's coming out story is a beautiful thing. Right. So. And it's always different. Right. So every time I have somebody on, I'm like, wish you're coming out story. Right. And if you're not out, then, well, you're well, out now. now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this segment, the teabag segment, which is one of my favorite segments. And, you know, this segment is all about, you know, what's going on in the black gay community, the news. It can be national. It can be local local so i just like because the black gay community is so niche and so small we still don't even know what actually be going on with the people you know what i mean for sure so the first on the docket as everyone says (laughs) and the streets (laughs) are talking about this Mm -hmm. so todrick hall do you know who todrick hall is yeah so he was a semi-finalist on american idol and he became a popular youtuber and then he just became mainstream um, being featured on RuPaul's Drag Race, and he also starred in Kinky Boots on Broadway, mm-hmm. and he just collaborated with Taylor Swift. Yes. As you know, on I think it was the MTV Awards um, a few months ago, he was on there when she got um, the award and everything yeah. like that, and he had some type of like pink braids or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he actually is in the news for basically non-payment he hasn't been paying his people Mm -hmm. and so it says that his videographer came out and said that he failed to pay her around a thousand dollars within 10 months of her um recording um as a freelancer for his youtube channel um then also one of the dancers said that he didn't pay him as well Mm -hmm. um and also for sexually harassment as well. It was um, alleging that he was sexually harassed and all that stuff. Um, and also the dancer um, said something that he was making anti-black comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the anti-black comments, child, this is crazy, said that while he was on set, um, he was asking for light-skinned dancers behind him um, uh, because he said that the scene and everything was looking a little too chocolate. Ch- so, what you think of that? Because, <laughs> but you know, Tajik Cole, I don't really see him all like being within. Now he's black, of course, right. but I don't see him like being with other black gay people and you know I guess now that he's mainstream Mm -hmm. he feels as though like he's more along attached with like the mainstream people like outside the black gay culture right Um, I mean he does hook up with RuPaul but RuPaul is on a whole nother level you know what I mean so it's just like Um, (laughs) you know when all this was I have Twitter so when all this was happening it was all on my timeline like Several dancers, even when you, before you told me this was going to be a topic, I was like, oh my God, this is great because I know all about this. Right, right when it was happening, I was so oh my I was following it. 
But um, it's very unfortunate. And when mm-hmm. I was following it, um, these dancers had receipts, had DMs, had what? contracts, and you know all these things that he didn't pay them, and that's wrong. You know, like you can't just not. You pay have to pay your people. Sure. And now I know he has a show in New York on Friday, mm-hmm. and um, people are commenting under the pick saying, are you going to pay the dancers? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that show is going to oh, go. God. But you know New York going to let him have it. Listen. <laughs> and it's even worse that he's not addressing it. You know right. what I mean? Like, that he, that's not a good He hasn't look. said anything about it. Right. He did say, um, he did say that he tweeted the dancer and was saying that um, he hasn't been paid, but he's going to get, be getting paid shortly. That is Girl, not something that what? should be tweeted. That right. is something that should have already That happened. just means that, okay, well, you're definitely not paying your people. Right, right. Ugh. Yeah, that's not cool at all. I mean, if it's one thing if, you know, it's like, you know, I'm Todd, your call. This is exposure for right. you. You know what I mean? But when you tell them you are going to pay them and they don't have that option, mm-hmm. you know, all right, this is for free or not right. for free, then that's not cool. And so. it's like, what are you doing with your money? Because. Right. You got money. Like, right. you are on RuPaul's Drag Race. You're, like, right. a judge. And I think he's, like, a reoccurring yeah, judge. Yeah, he, um, he does the choreography. And he does the, the choreography. Yeah. He was on Broadway. He no, does... Taylor Swift is paying him cute coins. Right. So. And he is a... um. Uh, he all his videos and music, like his mm-hmm. music videos, Streams and his music and is views, really good. Right. Like he has a big fan base, so it's like you're creating coins. What right. is going on? Right. I don't know. And it was his one of his managers, his old manager and assistant, said that he wasn't paying him too. That's not right. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't do that. Like. Oh, my black people, child. Okay. I'm trying. Listen. But it's like, if you know that you have a videographer and you know, like, listen, nothing is for free. Okay? Right. This podcast video ain't for free. Right. Like, it, you know you have to pay people. And if you didn't want to pay those dancers, I'm. this is Todrick Call. I'm sure you could have put a flyer out and, you know, I need dancers for free. This is good exposure. Right. This is going to be a hit song with right. all these views. Several people would have came and worked with him for free for the exposure. Do not hire dancers that are experienced and want to get paid. Even if they're not experienced and they just want to get paid. Right. You ain't for me, baby. Right. Let me get some free dances. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well, so, yeah. we'll see. This might be a reoccurring issue, a reoccurring story because he hasn't said anything right. and hopefully he'll say something. I hope he does. But, all right. So, anyway, in next news, um, and this is sad. So, influencer um, Tay Couture... And his real name is actually Tyree Williams. Um, he passed away last week, mm-hmm. and he committed suicide. Yeah. So, and I actually, he's a very big, like, influencer. He's a YouTuber and all that. And I actually, he when I saw his picture, he looked so familiar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where I've seen him at before, but I was like, I had to see him somewhere because he's actually really cute. Right. Um, and I was like, damn, because it was everywhere. And like a lot of people actually were tweeting and putting it on their Instagram page. Like a lot of these gay black organizations and stuff, they was like, you know, um, sorry for your loss and everything like that. So he passed away and I don't know, it still didn't say how he passed away mm-hmm. but i know in the past he did like a video or whatever and it was told that he tried to commit suicide before yeah. and he slit his wrist so mm. it's like very i don't know what was going on about that right 
that's very unfortunate you know um someone and you know i was not familiar with tyree williams for so i had to do my research mm-hmm. and you know when i did i was like wow this is an attractive man he's married yeah you know, he's obviously successful mm-hmm. you know i really had to dig deep as to like why would this man commit suicide when he seems like you know right he has the world <laughs> going for him so you know maybe and you say un- he was married yeah maybe it's under wraps for a reason but um but it also goes to show that, like, you can be very big, you can be, be very popular and influential, but you still don't know what's going on in the back end. And it could have been depression, of right. course, you know what I mean? Because I don't know why, but maybe because his lifestyle or what it could also be a disease, you right. know what I mean? That he just didn't get or you also know, being treated in the public him. eye like that, especially the Blake gay black community, mm-hmm. it can be mean. So if you're Very reading comments mean. and stuff and Very people are coming mean. at you, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what could have triggered that, you know. Right. So. And it's other people I know that are in the world who is black and gay who, you know, probably looked at him for, you know, because he was very popular or whatever mm-hmm. and just looked up to him and stuff. Right. Who knows? And, you know, they probably were going through the same thing he's going through. Right. And it's just like, damn, another one yeah. just hit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. He's He was very cute. <laughs> he was very attractive. I was like, whoa, like, that's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, it's... It's the reality. Do you know anyone, like, who, or have you, like, experienced, like, depression before? Um, I never really, thank God, I've never experienced depression. I've always been very close to my family Mm -hmm. and have very good friends. I have a small circle. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the hoop stars. (laughs) I'm very good friends. Yeah. And um, you guys always keep me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very hot and cold, so it's like, you know, I try to stay hot, stay right. positive, right. you know. <laughs> so, you know, thank God I've never dealt with anything like that. Yeah. Like I that. mean, I feel like I'm stressed out about, like, life stuff, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, bills and right. everything like that. But I feel like everyone al- always goes through, like, some type of depression, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and then I know with me, like, because I'm here by myself and all that other type of stuff, I do get like lonely. As, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same. I haven't really, um, thought of like committing suicide or anything right. like that. It hasn't been that tragic, but you know, loneliness also comes into play too. And mm-hmm. even though he was married, he also probably could have been lonely. Right. Um, and that could have been a big major part in that. Right. Um, but you just don't know how people are. You don't know what they're like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? What so they're going through. What they're going through. Like, because people, it, people who are depressed seem the happiest right. outside. Right. But when they're inside, they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Especially in the public eye like that, because they always have to be on when they're in front of the camera, mm-hmm. when they're out in public. So, of course, when, you know, we or anybody else would see him, he probably seemed happy because he had to show that. Right. You know what I mean? If anything, I feel like that makes it worse, mm-hmm. you know, because you're putting up a front. Right. So. Well, we want to say rest in peace to Definitely him. Rest in peace. And all, you know give his, my support to like his family and everything like that and Absolutely. I hope you know they are going through this <laughs> trying 
period really well so um on the next and this is the final um topic for teabag segment so the trail i follow like a couple gay like black reality shows on youtube Mm -hmm. um just a couple and i follow them on instagram because they have their instagram pages and stuff like that um so i look and one of my uh shows that I like to watch is Chasing Atlanta. I, and me being like a production communications major like back in the day, when I look at something, it had like the production and the quality has to be really good. And when you have these shows on YouTube, Mm -hmm. like these homemade type shows or whatever, the quality is not the best. And that's when I tend to be like, uh, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to support it just because I... I know I should support it, but right. just because the way it looks and everything. Your expectations are high. Right. right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just like the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I decided I, I needed to do it in the podcast studio because if I one I was doing it at home and doing my little podcast traveling thing, I didn't like the quality of it. And I mm-hmm. was like, I want my listeners to enjoy quality content. Right. And when it's not quality, you tend to, like, bypass it. Right. So, Chasing Atlanta actually... The production was really good. And I was like, okay, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, it came out every Wednesday. And I was there every Wednesday right. at 7 o'clock <laughs> or it's 9 o'clock. Whenever it came out, I was like, I'm watching it because it was really good. Yeah. And, like, of course, it wasn't, like, top, top notch. It wasn't loving hip-hop. Uh, no. <laughs> but it was a good YouTube reality show. Right. So And relatable. Right. And right. all the chasing... I guess Fran- the all the chasing shows, the chasing franchise, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And but Atlanta just caught my eye, right? Um, so chasing Dallas, um, trailer came out last week, and it was real big. Like everyone was like, "Oh, chasing Dallas is coming back," blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Let me take a look at this." Uh-huh. And of course, it gives you your black gay ratchetness right. in the streets, right. people talking shit, all that. And I was like, "Okay, I think I might tune in <laughs> because the trailer was real good." Right. So they said it comes out in a winter time mm-hmm. but i just wanted to touch base on that and you know just shout out chasing dallas and Definitely. the whole chasing franchise because they're doing a good job they're doing a really good job and like they had a little background music mm-hmm. the people are in the confessionals talking shit like yes. all that they need to come to new york so me That's, john listen, and joshua star could be on that listen, i was like <laughs> i wrote underneath i said y'all need to do a chase in new york so right. i could be on there For and get sure. everyone so see you on a show like that it will be a movie, a movie an time. entire okay. movie. So I don't think they're ready for that. Oh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a couple in New York. So, for instance, um, Earth Tone, actually, who did my um, theme song, he's on one. Okay, and he's on the Circle in New York. And actually, it was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Chasing franchise, right. but it was good. And because he was on it, I was like, you know what? Let me support him. Absolutely. Let me, you know what I mean? Because he is, you know, a friend of mine. And it was good. You know, it was a couple people um, that looked familiar on there. Right. Um, but then there's another one called The Come Up New York, which I actually don't like. The Ooh. quality was horrible. Uh-huh. And then it was like, it was people who really ain't doing nothing on right. there. Like, you like, what are you doing? It was a bunch of whole, a bunch of he said, he said this, right. and he said, he said that, fighting all that. Regular degla shit. Right. Now, right. I know you can have your drama right. on the show, which you need, but at least, like, the chasing Atlanta 
they it was actually people who were doing stuff like right. they had one who was Oliver Twix. He was um he's a YouTuber and content creator, but he mm-hmm. also was traveling with um T.S. Madison. Yes. So they showed him we love like T.S. Madison. Right. They showed him like traveling with her mm-hmm. and on the sh- like okay, this is the shit that I want to right, see. Right. Black gay man doing his thing. Not he was still had some drama to him, of course, right. but at the end of the it. day, right. he was like in his bag. Right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so have so you know you haven't watched any gay reality I shows? I watched Chasing Atlanta when I when you told me to like we were gonna talk about it. I was like, oh no, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a very good show and definitely relatable and a good mix, like you said, of of course you have to have the drama, but people doing something. Right. You know, like trying to make something of themselves in in the industry. So I could definitely see how you love something like Mm -hmm. that because that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. And me, like, growing up, like, in the hood or whatever like that, you we have, like, I feel like sometimes when we're black and gay, we're known for, like, being messy Mm -hmm. and just, like, not doing shit, always out in the streets fighting and all the other type of stuff. So, like, I don't want to see that shit. Like, I I want to see something, like, uplifting, but also still have that drama. Of course. You know what I mean? It would be banging to, like, have, like, a show, like, a scripted show, Mm -hmm. but show people, like, in the hood doing their shit, but Mm -hmm. still, you know, elevate into the next level. Right. Definitely. But check out Chasing Dallas. It says it's coming out in the winter. Hopefully Atlanta comes out in the winter. I like Chasing Atlanta. I mean, John's going to be on Chasing Atlanta. Girl, now. I am. They need to fly me down so yes. they can, so I can. Hashtag fly him out. Okay. <laughs> Getting flued out okay. in this bitch. Every episode. Okay. <laughs> Every episode. But I hopefully they pay something because... Right. That's another thing. Yeah, I need I my no coin. Tadra calls up in jail, oh, uh, uh, honey, I need my money. Because <laughs> we will run. Out. Right. <laughs> yes. These people. See, he was dealing with those other people who right. ain't going to be. Right. Um, John tell me he ain't getting them. paid. We gonna run out. Let's run. <laughs> if I ain't running up, somebody going run up. Right. <laughs> but yep. So that was the conclusion of tea bag segment. Now let's get into this in my bag. Now, if you don't know about in my bag, it's just something that I'm feeling or somebody else is feeling. Um, an event that just had me feeling some type of way, you know. I'm always in my bag about something. Right. You know what I mean? If it's not a nigga, it's something <laughs> else. I'm always in my bag about motherfucking men. Right. But anyway. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen his face when he said that. Because these niggas ain't shit. <laughs> they really ain't. But you know, I ain't in my bag about that right now. <laughs> So this weekend, I am in my bag about something, and it was a topic. Um, so I went to D.C. for a housewarming party, and it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I call him my big brother. Of course, he's black and gay, and um, he just moved into, you know, a place and he had this nice... It wasn't real big, but it was, like, a good group of people. It was probably mm-hmm. about, like, 15, 20. Okay. Um, and we cooked and everything like that. So I already knew it was going to be some of his friends in the D.C., Baltimore area that I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was. Right. <laughs> and it was so crazy because, of course, you know me being, like, 
like guys. You, you know how we are. If we go to a party and you know it's a gay party, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, who we going to see? Who right. going to be cute? Right. I got to look real cute because I don't know who I'm going to run into. Right, or right. All that. So I was like, let me put my good linens Sunday on. Sunday best on. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know who I'm going to see. Right. You had all your coochie cutters. Uh, no. I just had all my little <laughs> jeans and, you know, and a cute little sneaker. Okay, I know you were snatched. John is always snatched. So, um... <laughs> I got there, and it was so funny because after the fact, my friend was like, oh, yeah, this voice that you was really cute. I was like, well, it wasn't nobody cute in there, so Ooh. I don't really care. Oh, <laughs> my God, <laughs> So, I'll pay. I cannot. <laughs> so, of course, when you have all these gay people around, a conversation starts to come up. So, I'm not going to get into all of them, but I'll get into one. So, one of them was, would you date... Or mess with, they call them blouses, <laughs> which are soft tops. Right. Um, <laughs> or a lady boy. And I was like, I don't think so. Um, and I don't know if it's stereotypical. Like, I don't know. But mm-hmm. just me being me, I personally wouldn't. Just because... I don't want no one who's carrying a purse be all up on my back. Like, you know what I mean? You can have a good stroke game, but right. that still don't mean nothing. I got nothing. a big back. Right. <laughs> okay. So, right. I was like, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, it's people out there who like it. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. So, would you date a, a soft top or a blouse? Um, No. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm team verse, but uh, I just feel like there's need to be there needs to be balance right and just like i don't want somebody who's full-blown like you know there's this obsession with dl masculine hood jailbirds mm-hmm. you know I, I ain't the one you're gonna be coming at me aggressive right but just on the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. i don't i'm gay because i like men right you no know, i don't you know i have a lot of feminine gay male friends mm-hmm. but you know i just that's just not for me, baby. Right. But I know it's for somebody. It just right. ain't Charlie Jones. Exactly. And I'm <laughs> yeah. versed too, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't... That's just not my thing. You know what right. I mean? Like, and don't get me wrong, you gay men always have some type of feminine tendencies to For them. sure. It's maybe the way they walk, sometimes the way they talk, whatever. But I'm not into, like, real, real feminine men. And also, what is femme? Everybody has their own definition of right. that. You exactly. know, somebody could think I'm a flaming queen just mm-hmm. because, you know, I I, def- I don't consider myself masculine. Right. And somebody could say, well, just because he greets his friends as girl mm. or, you know, whatever, exactly. he's femme. Right. Which mm. is like, you know, so what does femme mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's different for everyone. Yeah. So, and yeah. It, so, and I feel like that's what we have to do, especially as a, in the black gay community, is that um, we can't always associate people at, with being feminine all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because you can be banging, right? Um, but still have some type of like you know feminine ways, Absolutely. and it's and it's okay. It's but I'm not. Fine. I don't want to date no one who wears like a whole bunch of makeup right. or like 
carrying purses and wearing right. high heels and stuff like that. Like, right. that's just not me. And to you, that's femme. Like, you know, like somebody could come right. to our basketball game and, you know, I go on the court and I ball out, but when I'm sitting on the bench, I got my legs crossed. I, I, you know I, what I mean? Exactly. Somebody could be like, oh, that nigga's cunty as fuck. Um, you know what I mean? So I do that like, while I'm right. in a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> or be twerking at the court like exactly. Joshua Starr. You know? <laughs> so, you know, again, it just goes to show to you that mm-hmm. is your definition of femme. You know, some people might not you know think that so it it's a controversial topic for sure exactly also it's crazy because you know on these apps it's a lot of Mm -hmm. people who and they don't show their face but Mm -hmm. when i tell you it's probably at least like 40 percent, 45 percent of people on the apps that says trans only right like and they be masculine and masculine right and they like no trans only that's all Right. So it's like, you know what? I I get the whole like, um, you know, why do people have no fats, no femmes, no blacks, no Asians? But there are plenty of guys who say only trans, you know, only femme, only only that, you know, I, I totally get it. But it's like, you know, in this community, we're really picky and we like what we like. Right. So, you know, we just like to be specific about that. We're so. very picky. Absolutely. And I know being in the community, we can be very picky. But and I know I'm like. When I see somebody with like no fats or whatever like that or no friends, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Mm. But sometimes I catch myself doing the same thing. Mm. And I'm just like, you like what you like and you hate that you have to be like nitpicky about physical attraction. What we need to work on is just not being mean about it. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm not interested. You mm-hmm. don't have to write it on your profile, but if a trans, you know, when a trans person would send me a message, you know, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And half the time, more exactly. than half the time, they'd be like, okay. Right. You know what I right. mean? And it's like, right. that's that. You don't have to, you know, instantly say, block me. Right. Block them <laughs> or, you know, put a nasty emoji, like throw up emoji or something. You know, just, right. I'm, I'm not interested. And that's period. all you have to say. <laughs> without hurting anybody's feelings. Right. So that's what I was in my bag about um, this weekend. Because, you know, I was like, oh, no. And some people got on me. And I was like, oh, I just don't like it. Like, <laughs> right. don't kill me. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, so what got you in your bag, child? Because I know it's probably fun. You know, I'm something <laughs> in my bag, honey. Okay. <laughs> Always. Um, I definitely want to talk about interracial dating in our community. And um, this is me and John. We moved to New York at the same time, the same summer. Yes, we um, we did. Me and John have had several conversations (laughs) about this. So earlier when we spoke and he told me he was going to talk about that, I was like, I'm going to keep it in dating and I'm going (laughs) to talk about interracial dating. And um, when we first moved to New York and I was dating, um, you know, me and John, we'd go out to Harlem Food Bar and Trappy Hour Mm -hmm. and Alibi Lounge and all those places. And... I was very close-minded with dating. I was like, I'm only going to date a black man. Like, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. black love. That's all I want to date. And niggas was doing me dirty. (laughs) And, (laughs) (laughs) like, doing me real, real dirty. And John was there to witness this all, you know. I'm not going to say, Brandon. Uh I'm not going to (laughs) say. There's this one dude who I just let walk all over me. And John was always mm-hmm. tell me like charlie you need to leave this nigga mm-hmm. alone but he was just like i look back now and i laugh because he was a total fuck boy mm-hmm. and i'm not saying all black men are like that right. but um 
since then i have started opening my horizons more and dating more and um being more open-minded and um it's different for me it's been a different experience um I always told myself that I wanted to date within my race because, you know, I, I was like, oh, I can't talk to nobody I don't know about college. Mm. So I can't talk to nobody <laughs> that don't, you know, if I say Anita Baker, they're going to be like, who? Okay. You know what I mean? What like, you, you mean Patty LaBelle? <laughs> right. Like, no, nigga. Right. <laughs> I need Anita Baker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I'm playing Sade, you don't know who that is. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So that was my whole thing, which I think is valid of why I want to date within my race for a cultural connection because I am very black and very proud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm learning to appreciate differences and different cultures and all that stuff. And even if someone might not know about certain things, a lot of people are open minded mm-hmm. to because I know I'm open minded with different cultures. You know what I mean? I just. I don't want to say I didn't want to date them, but right. I just wanted to date right. someone who understood me. Right. So you're so. open to like Spanish people. Yeah. The and... person I'm dating now is Dominican. Okay. So, you know, it's Dominicans are very Afrocentric. So yeah, it's not completely are. far left right. field, right. but um, it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, Fresh off the boat, Dominican. So, oh. not like Washington Heights, Dominican. Oh, Shout okay. out to Joshua. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my sister. <laughs> but, um, right. You know, like right. fresh off the boat. So, you know, it's interesting. And um, so, would you be open to date like the opposite race, like white men? Because we have seen a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know we spoke about this before. A lot of. Uh, black men who just seem to only date white men mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i would be open to it for sure right now i like that question mm-hmm. rather than saying i only date white men right and this is we can go on for hours about this because um <laughs> And nobody's actually going to say it. That's that part. Nobody's actually going to oh. say, oh, I only date white men. Right. Because, you know, it's 2019. People are not stupid. Exactly. But when you look at dating history and you've known someone mm-hmm. for a few years and it's mm-hmm. consistently. Right. And then I feel like with, and with black men who specifically only date white men, when you, and you ask them like mm-hmm. oh so what you know why are you attracted to you know just that specific race or whatever they won't answer and mm-hmm. they will get offended Very. if you ask them and it's like i'm not trying to offend you right. i literally just want to know right. you know what i mean like so if you say oh why do you only date black men right um well i i don't only date black men mm-hmm. but i Prefer that is my black strong men. preference because right. X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Now tell me why your strong preference is white men. Give me an X, Y, and yeah. Z. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Right. <laughs> so this, and this is going to be an ongoing topic within all the episodes that I do because it's just like, I actually never, well, I haven't experienced my friend's until I got to like Philadelphia mm-hmm. when because me growing up I grew up in the hood or whatever I went to an HBCU and all my friends coming up were only dating these black men you right. know what I mean so when I got to Philly and I had and I met a couple black men mm-hmm. um they only went to the white men you know what right. I mean and I was like hope oh, <laughs> where is this coming from right. and then I moved to New York and I'm like 
okay, this is the same thing. Is this like mm-hmm. a trend or a reoccurring mm-hmm. thing? Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I, I can't pinpoint it and I can't say why until someone gives me a clear answer to maybe right. why this is going on. You know, and I, I spoke to one person who's a mutual friend of ours who shall rename nameless. <laughs> and um, they got real with me and they were just like, you know, growing up, you know, a lot of the black gay men like in high school and college were like hella gay and hella loud and hella rude. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to be a part of any mm-hmm. of that. And I feel like, you know, he put black gay men all in that one box. Right. Granted, this person knows that that's not how all black exactly. gay men act. But when you've been haunted by that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely, me, I can say in high school, you know, the, the gay boys who were out, you know, were super loud, super messy, mm-hmm. fighting girls and boys, right. fighting right. the teachers. Right. And I avoided them by all all means necessary mm-hmm. you know what i mean Me just because i was in the dl and i was like oh hell no you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah but um so i get that but it's like we're a lot older now and you should know that that's definitely not the case because you don't act like that exactly <laughs> you know exactly so, and i don't act like that and right. you know me you know so mm-hmm. i don't know i also think it probably could be some type of like um just some type of comfortability you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because at the end of the day you know white if you're dating someone who's white they're not going to they're going to take (laughs) 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 they're spit it out they're not as aggressive as what the black men are you know what i mean you know if you're dating a black man you some black men ain't going to take your shit you know what i mean they're not going to be taking put you up with a lot of me. bullshit right. right and it's just like because i know i'm not right but you know end, i ain't right but at the end of the day like i'm an educated black man who's doing his who has thing an who right. has an opinion you know what i mean i'm not messy i'm not out here yelling doing all that type mm-hmm. of stuff like i'm a grown-ass man and you know everybody has an opinion but i feel like it's <laughs> gonna be controversial i feel like sometimes white men white gay men can be a little less assertive. Yeah, Not right. all gay white men. I love my white gay <laughs> Shout out to Brian Klotz. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, me, you, you know, Jamel, mm-hmm. DeAndre Moore, we got an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you gonna know it immediately. Right. And sometimes it might come off aggressively even though it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature, mm-hmm. our culture. You know what I mean? So... Um, I feel like that can be a little intimidating sometimes for some black men. Right. Well, you know, I am in the future going to be doing a show specifically on this because mm-hmm. I I, I just want to know. You right. know what I mean? For sure. You know, and it doesn't have to be on camera. Like, it can definitely be audio. But mm-hmm. I just want I just want to know. And I want to have a clear understanding and conversation right about it because at the end of the day i feel like it's a topic that these black gay men want to hear right um and it's probably people just like us who feel the same exact way and who wants to know especially when a black gay athlete or singer comes out and they all are dating Dating a white white man I've noticed that trend. Just like Karamo. So and I don't know if I should... Somebody said this... To, um, oh, somebody said this in the housewarming. Mm-hmm. They said, now us being black men, should we drop Karamo or no? 
And I was like, no. I actually don't like him. I really? used to because he was on Philly or whatever like that. And he mm-hmm. always supported like, you know, he always said, oh, I love black gay men. I love black gay men. I love mm-hmm. thickness, all this other type of stuff. I was like, okay, well, you down for the cause, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And you turn around and you married just. I mean, no he taste. Might have just, and, oh, I cannot. <laughs> he married he a no taste. Have, and don't say that. Oh, <laughs> I'm God. joking. <laughs> I'm <really> not. <laughs> but um, I like Karamo. You know, I just started watching Queer Eye, and that's the only thing that I know him from. Yeah. I literally just started watching a month ago. But uh, I think that he's one of those guys who just ended up dating a white man. Like, and, that's, and, probably, and listen, guess what? Everyone says I'm gonna be ending up with a white guy, so uh-huh. you know what it is, what it is. Right. But the thing is, I don't look for it. That's right. not my thing. There are black guys, but who look for it. it's like okay, if a white guy actually comes up to me, really, genuinely wants to get to know me, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm not going to be like, no, nope. right. Like I right. give everybody a chance. So right. I give it. I'll give someone who's Asian a chance. You right. know what I mean? Right. So. I just prefer black men. I'm attract more attracted to black men, For but sure. at the same time, like I'm open to it. I just don't like the people who say I only date this. Right. You know what I mean? And again, they're not gonna say it. They're right. just gonna do it. Right. You know, but we know the team. We right. see you, baby. We see you. Shut up. <laughs> we see the receipts, baby. So well, like I said, this is an ongoing issue, ongoing conversation. Not a really issue, but it's an ongoing conversation that I feel like we should have. For sure. So I wanna thank you charlie course, jones thank you for being in your bag with me today Definitely. um and you know like i said i'm always going to have you know people who are down for the culture no um so i'm happy that you came yes um, thank you so much for having me when you to- asked me to come i was so excited i was like oh my god of course uh, <laughs> i thought you were like it's about time damn i am right here <laughs> you know it is about time but you know whatever you know, <laughs> but shout out your um instagram and your social media again yes, for everyone so they can follow you because this promo is gonna be everything okay yes <laughs> my flyer is off the hook john hook that up for real um my instagram is cj a-Y-S-F-I-T underscore. Okay. And if you guys want to follow me, I am at J Truth on Instagram. I am the letter J Truth. And also follow my podcast um, Instagram page too, in my bag underscore podcast. Yes. Um, I'm trying to give y'all some content and some like um, inspirational quotes and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. See ya. And I'll talk to everyone soon because I'm also going to be recording another um, episode this month, too. So see y'all, baby. See you guys. Bye bye. (laughs)